I tell you that this is a private club? Nobody hit me to that, dude. My mistake. <laughs> Guess I'll be on my way then. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Hope everyone's having a great day so far I certainly am Maybe you can tell Can you feel the energy? Can you feel my vibes? Okay, I'm sending them out right now Okay, ready? Oh, did you feel that? <laughs> well, we got another big show today I'm really excited for it Okay, so before we talk about the music though Let's talk about the movie we watched while we were setting up today. Man, this one, how, what? what's one word to describe this one? Major? This is a major movie. <laughs> Talking about bullet. Bullet, bullet, 
Bullet, 1968 Steve McQueen, Detective Bullet on the streets of San Fran. This is the one with his 68 Ford Mustang 390 GT 2 Plus 2 Fastback versus the 1968 Dodge Charger 44 Magnum. Probably the craziest, best car chase scene ever. Super influential movie, man. This movie inspired Dirty Harry for sure on the streets of San Francisco. Every time you see a car chase where like the car is catching air, you know, because of the hills, that's this movie. Steve McQueen, man, the the turtleneck he wore, like people started wearing turtlenecks after this movie came out. Listen to the tagline. Listen to the little uh, quote that, you know, is included on the movie poster. Listen to this. <laughs> this is my movie uh, announcer voice. Bullet comes to this theater soon. But <clears throat> Bullet. Bullet comes to this theater soon. That ought to shake up the place pretty good. Not many freaky cops like Bullet around. You look at the Italian shoes and the turtleneck and you have to wonder. You listen to the official beefs about personal misconduct disruptive influence and you figure he's got to be up for trade but when some rare chicago blood starts spilling in san francisco they give bullet the mop they weren't exactly doing him a favor but they've done a great one for you okay so you gotta check out the movie yeah it's awesome oh yeah last thing the big car chase that was 10 minutes long apparently there was supposed to be a score for it music written for it by uh, lalo Sheaf Sheafin. but that guy was just like no just no music just listen to the sound of the engines and oh man you gotta see it if you haven't seen it, you gotta see it you like that movie heat remember that part at the airport the scene that's from this movie all right you gotta see bullet five out of five solid gold lock recommendation Moving on. The Cure, part two. The second and final part because I only have two Cure records. Unfortunately, man, the thing about uh, The Cure, I have always been looking for it at the record shops, you know, new and used. You never find any used Cure, and the new stuff is just like, you know, $50 an album uh, pretty much these days. So, yeah, I, I, there's, there's so much more uh, what songs that we're not going to be hearing. Friday, I'm in Love, The Love Cats, Close to Me, Love Song, Lullaby. I'm just basically naming like the greatest hits uh, CD that I had. <laughs> but yeah, man, there, there's so much more than uh, any one genre as we discussed last time. I was just looking at some of my notes and uh, I don't think I mentioned this, but I thought this was pretty cool. In 1979, Robert Smith, the lead singer of The Cure, played bass for Susie and the Banshees. Double duty, they were on tour. And he said that, this is a quote, on stage that first night with the Banshees, I was blown away by how powerful playing that music was different than what we were doing with The Cure. Before, we wanted to be like the Buzzcocks or Elvis Costello. The Punk Beatles, he said. And, you know, so then obviously after he played with Susie Sue, 
things changed. But he was actually a full member of that band. He was actually in her band in 1982. Wow, I did not know that. Super cool. Robert Smith, I like him. No major scandals as far as I know. R. Smith, Bobby, Mr. VO5 Hot Oil. Reading the poetry, writing the poetry, talking about feelings, you know, really putting it all out there. Really just... I think with this guy, in my humble opinion, it wasn't, you know, an act. It wasn't a costume. The, the white makeup and the big hair and the all black. I think that was just kind of Robert Smith um, being like, yeah, this is how we dress. <laughs> and that, that was inspiring too. Like this was part of the whole, the early goth movement. So when I first heard the song, Boys Don't Cry, I was, I think in high school, and I remember hearing it, and I must have seen the video, which I, uh, I re-watched uh, for part of my research for today's episode. <laughs> and it's a, it's a really cool, really simple video. The song's called Boys Don't Cry, right? So what you actually see is three boys, like, I don't know, like 10-year-old boys well, with instruments, and they're playing. And then in the background, in the shadows, you see the actual band, and you can, you can see Robert Smith's big-ass hair. And uh, they're playing the song, and then um, Robert Smith, the, like the specter of Robert Smith, uh, which is just all black and has these red eyes, kind of like starts to do some, like, I don't know, like shadowy like I don't know, ghostly movements or whatever but uh i so i remember and being like okay like this song is kind of weird because it's very soft melodic song about boys don't cry it's a very sensitive emotional song about boys not crying right and then here's this kind of like scary demonic imagery at the same time and i think i must have you know i, I fell in love with the song right there and i remember thinking like I'm like, this is going to be the song that I listen to over and over after I break up with my first love. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't have tons of memories of that happening, but definitely did. Definitely did. The song Boys Don't Cry. And I wonder, I wonder what it made me thought because it was like, they're saying it's not okay to cry, but everything else about the song is saying that it is okay to cry. <laughs> so my 16, 17 year old ass, you know. Threw me for a loop. I like the cure though. Let's listen to that song. Thing is, boys do cry all the time. <laughs> Everyone cries. It's good for you. <laughs> Let's all have a nice cry right now as we listen. A listen and a cry.
Okay, so there we go. That's the song. Let's hear what Robert Smith had to say about it. Don't forget this album we're listening to today is called Boys Don't Cry. Okay, this was the this was the US release that came out after Three Imaginary Boys. This is the one. It's not quite the full album. It's kind of like a, a compilation it's referred to as. Anyways, Robert Smith. B. Smith on Boys Don't Cry. As an English boy at the time, you're encouraged not to show your emotion to any degree. And I couldn't help but show my emotions when I was younger. I never felt it awkward showing my emotions. I couldn't really continue without showing my emotions. You'd have to be a pretty boring singer to do that. So I kind of made a big thing about it. I thought, well, it's part of my nature to rail against being told not to do something. Which is basically that punk ethos right there. The next track we're going to listen to, it's called Jumping Someone Else's Train. To me, this song is all about the (laughs) non-individuals. The non-unique ones. The ones that want to dress like the crowd and be like the crowd and think like the crowd, you know? Why do all these teenagers I see on the streets today have the same shoes on? You know? Like, because one thing has been acknowledged to be cool. So you're jumping on that train. You're jumping on someone else's train. So this song is actually saying, do your own thing. Okay? Do what you think is cool. You'll feel better. (laughs) It's cheaper, man. It's more fun. And, you know, you learn more about yourself. That's how you, that's how you level up. Don't jump on the bag and wagon, jump off, right? <laughs> Even if it means your certain death. Let's check out the song. This one goes out to all the youth and the people out there who are no longer young but are still like, oh, I'm so unsure of myself. <laughs> what are people gonna think? Yeah. <laughs> Pick up a liquid 
Okay, I'd rather miss my train, man, than hop on someone else's, alright? Let them have their own ideas and their own style and their own thing. You do you. You create your own train. And then maybe people will hop on your train and you can be like, Hey, like, thanks for hopping on my train, but I just gotta let you know, like, this is my shit. You gotta do your own shit, alright? There's tons of different, there's a million billion different styles of shoes out there while y'all gotta wear the same one, okay? So, leave it to the cure, you know, to have, make me get all introspective like this, which I like, which I like, but normally I would bore you with such things, my friends. I want to give a special shout out to my man Soso, who's normally technically in the ivories, but was doing double duty himself today on the sax, okay? On the saxophone. We don't normally see a lot of people getting paid to pay saxophone anymore, you know? Soso doesn't take my money. <laughs> we have an arrangement. Yo, okay, parting thought. Here's something for you. Did you know that right now, in 2021, multiple governments have demonstrated that they have satellite killers in space. <laughs> What's a satellite killer? A satellite that can kill another satellite while they're both in space. Most of the satellites that are up there right now don't have any defensive measures because, you know, when we try to make the world a better place by having constantly orbiting satellites figuring things out like global positioning for us we never really thought that someone would want to come along and take that out now i'm not saying that someone does or is but the technology exists <laughs> so be careful you know one government upsets another government tomorrow you might not have gps anymore and then what are we gonna do right <laughs> What are we going to do? Think about it. Maybe you can figure something out. Let me know. Tell somebody else. Each one, teach one, baby. That's what we're about here. I hope you had fun today. I had a lot of fun. Going to go hang out with some weirdos. Maybe play a little bit of saxophone myself. All right? Remember what you learned here. And if you liked it, come back tomorrow because I'm going to have a little bit more. And then the day after that and the day after that. All right? We keep doing our thing every day, baby. Each one, teach one. I will see you tomorrow. Peace, peace, peace.